Welcome to So This Is Love, the podcast. I'm Jillian Shields. Here we explore and deepen the meaning of love through conversations about self, soul, and relationships. Personal stories are told and wisdom is shared. Hello everyone, welcome back to So This Is Love, the podcast, season three. Thank you so much for being here with me. Today I have an awesome guest, her name is Maria, and she is a women's empowerment coach, and she is here to talk to us about a topic that I was super um, intrigued about, and it's the topic of really navigating a decision to change a life plan or change your career choices. I feel like so many people go through this and a lot of us throughout life think we have to choose one particular career or we change as people and we want to change and shift our direction of our passion and how we want to stay fulfilled in our career. Maria is a perfect example of that. I've, of course, have experience with that, um, becoming a coach and a mentor. So we're going to chat with her. And I'm so happy you're here. Maria, say hi. Thank you. Hi. It's so good to see you. Thank you. I know. So good to see you. So tell us a little bit about your coaching. Like, what do you do right now? And then I would love to hear your story about how you decided to scrap your life plan and become a women's empowerment coach. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. First off, I really love working with women specifically, but, um, got into life coaching kind of by chance. I am very intuitively led and started building my modality skill set over the last, I don't know, five years or so in that, like exploring what my soul told me to go explore and check out and do, I ended up taking a training in neuro-linguistic programming without even really knowing what it was or why I had done a little bit of work with one of my coaches, but I took the course, not even really knowing why I was taking it. And then after the first like two days of it, I was like, Oh, (laughs) Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. This is like what I'm supposed to do. And I was like, well, fuck, like, how do I pivot on this entire life plan that I have like built out for myself so methodically? Um, Fun fact, I'm a Capricorn moon, Capricorn rising. So I was very like well thought out in my plan of like, okay, I'm going to go to nursing school and I'm going to do this. I have been a nurse for over 10 years now and had built my nursing career so methodically over the years of working on one unit and then switching to labor and delivery, like very by choice, by design, so that I could be at the skill set that I was at when I started coaching. And so to turn and pivot on that as far as, wow, how do I begin to actually really like embody this new version of me that is coming up and obviously is coming up for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Um, was has has been a journey. Um, I feel like I'm a little bit still on that journey, 
Yeah. Like it isn't everybody, right? (laughs) Isn't everybody on that journey? And I, what I really love, like all of that's amazing. And what I really love what you said is you kind of just didn't know consciously, like why you wanted to explore something different, Mm -hmm. but that you just kind of listened to how you were feeling and discovered that this felt like super aligned to you. Um, And that's just so awesome. I love that. Like the same thing happened to me. And, you know, this is why being willing to, you know, know ourselves more and explore who we are and what we like and what we, what brings us passion is like, it's such a great um, investment to do, you know, because who knows where you'll end into this place where you're just like, oh my gosh, my soul's on fire. And like, holy fuck. Yes. You know, how did you start transitioning from this career that you had, you know, planned out so well, of course, because just, you know, nursing or anything, it's so much like training and all this stuff too. And like you said, you did it for 10 years. How did you start to get the confidence and everything you felt you needed to be able to just take those steps. Yeah. And that's been the piece that has taken, I guess, the most figuring out because schedule wise, there's only so many hours and so many like ounces of energy in a day. Right. Um, and especially as a nurse, we work 12 hour shifts and at the beginning, middle and end of that, I have no energy for anything else at the end of it. Right. So I started that transition thinking that I was still going to nurse full time and then just like coach on my off days. Cause I was like, well, I only have to work three shifts a week as a nurse that is full time. So that gives me four days a week where I can like market and start taking on clients and that kind of thing. Um, and it worked ish (laughs) for a little bit. Um, and then the universe sent me bigger and bigger and bigger signs to say, Hey, stop, Mm -hmm. slow the fuck down in that I, I would get really sick. Um, I started to get like more and more sick and, and feeling like I couldn't work adequately. Um, and then in November of last year, so 2022, I actually found out that I had bladder cancer and finding that out at 34 is not something that you expect or anything like that. And I was really lucky. I had listened to my body and the signs that it was telling me fairly early. And I got plugged in with doctors who actually listened to me and we're like, okay, yeah, these like, let's, let's see what's causing these symptoms. So after my contract ended of in December, I really just took that as a sign from my body that, okay, something has to change. Like this is no longer a like, oh, I can keep kind of like dancing with one foot in here and one, one in there. And like, you know, sitting on the fence, if you will, I have to start making actual changes towards what I actually want. Um, and that's one of the lessons that cancer brought into my life was, okay, if I only have X amount of time, how do I want to spend it? And if my days, if I'm going to make my days really matter, how do I want to spend them? 
And I can tell you the answer was not running up and down a hospital hallway. Oh my gosh. Yeah, totally. What a inspiring and real story from you. And I love that you really paid attention to that and really decided to make these aligned moves to what you know you were feeling what you needed to do. And I think that in itself is a really supportive tip for people who might be thinking about this, you know, thinking about changing their career or changing their life plan or starting something new. And of course, there's that time that you are kind of doing both. Um, I, I cut down my hours a whole lot and, um, picked up a different side, side hustle. Um, but I also changed my mindset as far as like the time that I am spending working the, those jobs, if you will, I really am working them in dedication and in service to my business of like, as a means to that end now, um, versus for the first, like six months or so before I got really sick, um, I was working them side by side, if you will, of like, okay, I want to do this. And I want to do this. Um, I'm not quite ready to like make that decision and make that pivot versus like the energetic difference now is like, yes, I'm still doing this. And it's in service of that. I love that so much. Cause so many times, like, I don't know if you've heard, if you've heard this or this messaging so many times, it's like, we think that in order to do this, to do a shift, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be coaching, whatever it is. It's like, we have to completely abandon something else and like put us in this state of like being in like a crisis and like Mm -hmm. in survival where it's just like, oh my God, I have to quit my job and I have to do whatever. And it's just like, We see a lot of people doing that. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I think the biggest part of self-leadership is realizing in yourself, do you work well in survival mode? Some people do. Some people really do. Or do you not? You know, like there's nothing wrong with wanting to have a little bit of safety, you know, with your finances or like with what you know in your job. And maybe you still like doing your job, you know? So it's like, I think that there can be this idea that you're not serious about your passion or your business unless you're like totally all in, quote unquote. But I really don't think it has to be that way. And I think that everyone just works differently in that sense. I don't think a lot of people in the entrepreneurial world worlds share that, you know, it's very much like an all or nothing kind of thing, you know, to anyone listening, if you're thinking about this, you do get to start by just tapping into this and adjusting um, your mindset around this and how you're prioritizing your time and what's important to you and allowing that both of these initiatives for as long as you want, get to be supportive of one another, which I think is so good, right? Yeah, I, I was definitely one of those people, like you said, who thought when I when I was first contemplating this and everything else, I was like, oh gosh, do I have to take the leap of faith so that the universe knows that I'm serious? And like, mm-hmm. I kept hearing so many different messages of like, oh yeah, I just quit my job and I did this. And that were like, 
Um, you know, I just sold up, sold everything and packed up my house and moved to Costa Rica, or I just, um, put X, Y, Z in storage and like moved in with my, my partner. And we've been together ever since it's like, this is so cross contextual. Yes. We're talking about jobs, but like, I I'll be honest. I, I got a lot of advice from a lot of different people and, um, and then, you know, tried some things. I did try to take a big step away from like, okay, well, what does it look like if I just don't work this job? And I was like, oh no. Okay. And all re all reality and actuality, I do need the both in order to give myself that step. I needed that like stability and root so that I could flex and flow and grow. Um, with like, I don't know, like painting, I need a canvas in order to like create that creative medium. So I think it's super important for whoever is listening out there to hear, like, it's okay to have both and be sustained and fulfilled in that journey of discovery of like learning who you are. And something you said to you are using, um, the phrase of like taking a leap of faith and, mm -hmm. What we really mean there is like taking a step into what feels like initially your unknown, you know, and not knowing how it's going to go or like whatever. This is what we do when we want to change anything, really we want to change a direction in our lives, a career, anything like that. And I think what's really important is, like you had said, there's a lot of ideas out there saying what a quote unquote leap of faith is. And for a lot of the messaging out there, it's about going, like you said, going all in, but you get to decide what your leap of faith is at every yeah. stage. Like you just deciding to like be on a podcast or do like one written piece, you know, for a blog or like even open your social media account, anything like that. It's like, that gets to be your leap of faith, you know, and like your first step. And then as you grow, you likely will expand where you're stepping. I just think that's really important for everyone to tap into is like, you get to define what your leap of faith is. And it doesn't have to be all in right away. It might, that might feel good for a lot of people. Right. But if it doesn't feel good to you, it's like, that's where we need to just like honor our feeling and be like, look, I do have to go a bit outside my comfort zone. I do have to adjust a little bit, but this gets to be in a way that feels aligned to me. What do you think is the number one thing that anyone who's thinking of doing this shift or changing their careers or just trying to start a new passion, you know, even if it's that casually in a casual way, what would you say is the most important thing to have that person, you know, like support that step that they're taking? I feel like two things really came to mind. I know you said one, but <laughs> I can say two. That's cool. Make up our own rules here. It's all good. Um, so first I say, listen to your own intuition, your own internal guidance. You can check in with like your guides or angels if that stuff feels supportive to you. Um, and not so much, um, uh, like, yes, I, I take 
perspectives from outside and like what the people around me, but I try not to put so much faith into what those around me are, have to say about the situation, because Mm. if you start sharing it far and wide with everybody, you may not get everybody in your corner being supportive. And that is them being in your corner and supportive to say, well, this is, you know, this is the way that the world works. And like, this is how, how to best survive. And it's like, okay, really stepping in and like listening to your own intuition of like, this is what my soul says to go and do. And that's what I have to follow. And two, I would say just start doing it in bite-sizable pieces as much as you can. So like, if it looks like, you know, taking a class on the weekends or on Thursday afternoons, and you're like, you know, I've always been interested in pottery and ceramics, and I have no idea where that's going to lead me. And I don't really care. I'm just going to start doing and practicing or, you know, whatever your thing is. If you're like, you know, I, I feel really called to take this course for me. It was why my coach reached out and was like, Hey, I happen to have this course that's going on. And I was like, yes, I don't know why, but it's a full body. Yes. So that's like listening to my intuition and just starting and practicing and doing the thing. And then once I like learned the knowledge and had that, that medium, then I just started practicing. Same thing. I just finished a sound healing course last weekend and I reached out to a couple of people and was like, Hey, can I just practice on you? Like, can we, can we just start like playing with this and getting fun with it and like exploring. And then later I know that it will really develop into like a full, full full-time thing. But for right now it's like, okay, how, where can I just like practice and pull it into my like everyday thing or every week thing or whatever your schedule allows for and following like your intuition, those full body yeses. I think the most important thing when you're doing this is to ensure that you're creating a space for yourself, literally internally and in, you know, your physical environment with other people that Mm -hmm. is supportive. And this is so like internally, yes, of course, which could be, you know, working on your self-talk, working on your mindset working with, you know, any coach or a therapist on that, and then making sure your external environment is supportive. So for me, what I call it is like the company you keep. And I actually have a whole chapter about this in the book that I'm doing right now, the second edition of my book, The Dating Pattern Cure. In particular, this is about creating a new relationship pattern, but it's really for anything is like that environment that you're immersing yourself in is imperative (laughs) to the ease of actually your success and the speed of which you actually get this to this point where um, you do feel really good about your next, you know, career step and everything. And it feels supportive and you don't feel alone. That's so important. And I think a lot of people forget about that sometimes. I think, especially in, you know, the coaching, personal development, self-help industry, a lot of it is focused on the internal. And, and I think that that's so important, but we have to remember that like, it has to be the external that's also supportive, which means we may have to make changes about that. 
bringing in other supportive people, right? Or putting, you know, more standards, more boundaries, limiting time with people who we feel like are not going to be supportive or understand our choices. Um, and that doesn't have to be from a place of, you know, like you're out or it's just whatever it is. It could just be you just spending more time with yourself, you know, and, and, and that's, that's what happens with a lot of us is like, we make these choices. It's okay to keep it to yourself, you know, and make sure that you're sharing in a way that is most supportive to you. Thank you so much for sharing this and being on the podcast. And thank you so much for having me. No problem. Do you have any other last things you want to share? If not, tell us how we can find you on social media um, and how people can connect with you if they want to. Yeah, totally. And I 1000% agree with what you were saying about like, it's the company you keep. I have gone through a massive journey with this. Um, That's been a big lesson this year. I am on Instagram at uh, moonbeam.minds, M-I-N-D-S. And yeah, my my website is there. The link is in the bio if you want to learn a little bit more about like the coaching and breath work and everything that I do. And yes, I'm so, so grateful to be here with you. 